That's pretty incredible. I don't think I've ever had that happen. Music and all, that's great. I expected the elephants and the trumpets and everything, right? It's a wonderful privilege to be here today. I want to say thanks to Brother Rick for giving me the opportunity to minister to those older adults every week. Probably see about 175 people, including staff, every week. Some special needs folks as well. What a privilege. On the other end, I see kids, kindergarten through 12th grade, about 200 of them every week as I lead worship and direct the music at Calvary Christian Schools. And then every Sunday, I do what we call freelance itineration, what I do here. (laughs) I'm in a different church every Sunday, and I just love the body of Christ. So I probably minister to probably uh, 500 folks every single week, and God is good. Amen. I appreciate your pastor so much, and I really appreciate the invitation that he's given to me to come. He's a man of God, and I've come to love him, and our friendship has been developing over the last couple of years, and he's a great man. So please uh, keep praying for him and stand with him. God has good things for Gateway. You've come a long way. There's further to go. Amen? Amen. Wow. Well, you ready for the word, huh? All right, Zephaniah is where we're going to go today. As you're turning there, it's a little book tucked toward the back of the Old Testament. One of those minor prophets that ministered in a major way, huh? While you're finding the book, a little story. Some bored Royal Air Force pilots stationed on the Falkland Islands devised what they thought was a wonderful game. Noting that the local penguins seemed fascinated by airplanes... The pilots searched out a beach where the greatest congregation of birds gathered. Then the pilots flew their planes slowly along the water's edge as nearly 10,000 penguins turned their heads in unison, watching the planes go by. When the pilots turned around to fly back, the birds turned their heads in the opposite direction, like spectators at a slow-motion tennis match. To give the penguins a little variety... The pilots flew out to sea, turned around, and flew over the top of the penguin colony. Once again, in unison, their heads went up, 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 until all 10,000 penguins toppled softly on their backs. (laughs) Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 16 through 18 is the text today. On that day, Jerusalem, and I'm reading from the contemporary English version, or excuse me, the New Century version, it says, On that day, Jerusalem will be told, Don't be afraid, city of Jerusalem. Don't give up. The Lord your God is with you. The Mighty One will save you. He will rejoice over you. You will rest in His love. He will sing and be joyful about you. I will take away the sadness planned for you, which would have made you very ashamed. Verse 17 in the King James says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy or rejoice over you with singing. Could we possibly imagine that there is someone out there 
that loves us, loves me enough that when he sees me, he gets excited. Loves me in such a way that I'm secure in that love. Loves me in such a way that he breaks forth into song. He sings about me. Could we even imagine that there's someone like that that exists? There is. It is the God of the universe, the one who created everything, who created you and I in his very image, who even though we're on a messed up planet and we are messed up in ourselves so easily wanting to do our own thing, he saw that, sent his son, paid the price, took our place, and has a party planned for us. And this party is going to be like you've never seen before. When I think of a party, I think of food and friends. And I like when they last a long time. I was a youth pastor. I'm used to the overnighters. I love those parties. Food, friends, and they last a long time. Forever. The three Fs. Food, friends, and forever, right? This party will have a lot of friends there. People from every place on the planet who've ever loved God will be there. There's going to be food Last night, my wife fixed me a steak. I shouldn't talk about food. It's getting close to lunch, I think. <laughs> Let me tell you what she did. She splurged. Kids went to bed. She found me downstairs. She brought me a porterhouse, about an inch thick, that she had marinated in garlic and other juices for half an hour. And then she covered it with gargonzola cheese, salt and peppered it, put it in the broiler, flipped it over, and brought it down to me with grilled onions and mushrooms. Oh, my. That first bite was so good. By the time I hit the last bite, I'm going, oh, no. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> That's food, right? The food that's going to be at this party, you, you can't even imagine what it's going to be. And it's going to last forever. This is the God of the universe. This someone who loves us in that way. Can I, can we live in such a manner, in such wonder of that love, that we're like those penguins that we just fall over with excitement? You say, well, that sounds a little, you know, Fairy taleish. I believe, and, and, and I studied this book because I wanted to know how I could live in such a way to enjoy that kind of love and not just exist and not just put one foot in front of the other and just make it through another day and do what's right because it's right. I want to live in such a way that I live life and experience God and his love for me that blows me away. And when he does something for me and in me, I'm just, I just topple over with amazement and wonder. Isn't that the kind of life that we all long for? But how do we get to that spot? I'd like to take a few moments today and discover that in the book of Zephaniah. Before we ask the question, how do we experience that in our lives, let's talk about that love just a few moments longer. What kind of love is this? Maybe you can help me out. Jot it down. 
some other uh, examples and expressions will come to mind. Let me give you what I have. This kind of love is unconditional. It doesn't matter what the condition is. He chooses to love me. This love is boundless. It means it reaches everywhere. There's no place you can go and get away from this kind of love. Amen? This love is lavish. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1 says, Look, behold, take a look. Look at what kind of love the Father has lavished upon us that we would be called His children. And we're not only called His kids, we are His kids. I've been called a lot of things, but <laughs> some of them are not true. But when I'm called His child, it is true. His love is lavish. Amen? His love is demonstrative. That means He didn't just talk about it, He did something. He came, gave himself, took on humanity, lived in my neighborhood. He loved me and did something about it. It's demonstrative. It's demonstrated. His love is also takes initiative. He takes the first step. I'm reminded of the scriptures. Uh, look, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were Still in our sin. He didn't wait for us to come to him. He stepped out of the throne room and came to me. That's amazing. It's amazing. His love will never let go. It's unconditional. It's boundless. It's lavish. Amen? Amen. 